You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's Matt for Behind the Gloves in association with S Jam Boxing. I'm delighted to be joined by the former IBF featherweight champion of the world, the Leeds Warrior, Josh Warrington. Josh, I know you're getting close to the end of camp, so I appreciate you letting us have this time. No problem, no problem. Uh, this is where you know the camp starts to calm itself down, but you know the excitement for the fight starts to really build. The media interviews and everything else starts uh, to get to get busy. It's, it's part of the job, you know. People ask me, is it annoying? But you have to sell a show, you have to sell a fight, you have to make the people interested and uh, people want to know how camp's been going and how we, how, what the kind of expects them like, so yeah, no, no problem. Well, I've just seen you do a bit of a session there, I don't like you calming down, you, you and Maxi Hughes just went you know, full throttle through a bit of a circuit. So this time round, what has camp been like in preparation for this rematch? Uh, yeah, camp's, camp's always tough, um, we always train hard, um, we're always fit, obviously. Anyone who, who knows myself and, and the way that our team works, it's always good engine, uh, good for 12 rounds. Um, that's just something I've always been in our makeup. We've always trained real hard. Um, you know, I see some fighters who train like three times a day. If they trained how we trained, then they wouldn't be able to, like, you know, they able to do one session, never mind three, three a day. But um, yeah, we, we, we train hard, we train very hard. If anything wants changed, it's been the technical side. It's been how we approach the game plan, um, you know, the shots and, and bits of movements that are going to be used in the fight. Yep. That's changed a little bit and uh, you know, I don't want to give too much of the game plan away. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's been a hell of a lot of focus on that. Last time out, we'll go back to the, not specifically game plan, but how camp's been, but last time out, it was a different environment for everyone, not just yourself, but you're someone who naturally feeds off that raucous atmosphere, yeah, that, yeah. you know, leads atmosphere at either Ellen Road, First Direct Arena, and that's what you're used to. Um, how big is it for you to have the rematch here at Headingley, where you're going to have that, you know, familiar feeling of, you know, the Leeds fans back? Will that give you that extra boost, do you think? Most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. I mean, it's, it's what I'm used to. That's what I'm used to. Um, you know, we all learn through experience. Now, in my first time in a long time of fighting uh, in such a small environment. Um, now, even when I was coming through as um, as a 
a prospect, you know, in the small shows. And the, there were times when I was fighting on maybe TV shows and I was fighting after the main event. Yeah. I still have people there shouting and cheering me on. Um, and then early stages of my career when I really started to take off, probably around 2013. That makes me sound old, that doesn't it? But <laughs> around 2013, you know, when I was starting to do the arena shows, there used to be times when I used to get real nervous about it because, you know, 10,000 people coming to, to that Leeds Arena and then 20,000 people turn to Swellin Road and everyone who's coming is supporting you and they want you to do well, but the, the, a lot of them think it's a given, that it's, it's, you're just going to win. And and I used to think that, um, I used to feel a lot of pressure there Yeah. because it's like, I've still got a man in, in the opposite corner who wants to be where I want to be and whatever the belt I had, whether it were the Commonwealth, the British, the European, the international, they wanted to take that and they wanted to be in, in my shoes. Um, so I used to feel a, bit, a lot of pressure, but over time, through experience, you learn. Yeah. You learn how to deal with it. You learn how to turn that into an advantage. And uh, over the last few years, that has been something that has, has, has been an advantage for myself. Now, yeah. in football terms, it's the, you know, call it the 12th man yeah. in the boxing. I, I know how to use it into good energy. Now, if it puts the opponent off, then that's a bonus, but I don't focus on that. I focus on what it can do for me. Yeah. You know, in the later stages of a fight when it's starting to get real hard and you've gone yeah. beyond your second wind and it's like, how bad do you want it? You wear that raw, it's like, man, you just want it. You want to you do something, not just for yourself, but for the people who've spent their hard-earned money in yeah. supporting and they're screaming and shouting for you. And, you know, if I was to fight behind closed doors again, well, I know what to expect. I'd approach the ring walk a little bit different. I'd approach, I'd do everything different behind I approach the ring. Yeah. But we're not, we're back with, uh, we're back for the crowd and, and I know what that, that, that's like. So uh, I expect Josh Warren and Evolve to turn up. Yeah, I've been there and I know what that's all about. Everyone's singing, marching on together and, you know, getting right on top of the opponent and getting behind mm. you, which is most important. Yeah. After, obviously, we weren't going to focus on the loss too much because, you know, it's happened, you're getting the rematch, you're getting the chance to put that right. But, obviously, you're a proud man, you wear the, your heart on your sleeve, you represent your city to the full. Did the sort of psychological side of the loss, did that hurt more than the physical? Um, it, it was a balance of both. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm pretty fucked up after the fight, I'll be honest with you, I'm pretty fucked up. I mean, I've been in some hard fights, and you know, I was, oh, that's what happens when you're standing with a, with a puncher, a Mexican puncher, and I, yeah. I was on a minute, I was meant to just tell this guy to the to the, to the the cleaners, and you know, me overlooking him or whatever, taking me off the ball, I, I got an hiding, and I, like, I got a real hiding. Um, you know, not having no defence and just taking punches, stopping them with my face. I paid the price for it and um, mentally for around six weeks after, it wasn't too bad. I, I mean, it wasn't like I was, ah, yeah, I've been beat, get in, woohoo. Not yeah. like that, but it was just, ah, oh, fucking hell, I've been beat, but it's not hurting me the, like I thought it would have done. Yeah. But maybe that's because I was distracted with my injuries. I mean, I had to have operation on my elbow, I had to wait for certain things to heal, yeah. um, I had to have physio, and uh, when I got back to some kind of normality, yeah. some kind of, you know, normal functioning shoulder and jaw and stuff like that, then shit, it fucking hit me like a ton of bricks, the mental side. Yeah. And I think that was, um, I went to the Chisora Parker fight, mm -hmm. I've mentioned this a fair few times recently, but not many people know that that should have been my dip. That should have been my night. That should have been my date. Mm -hmm. So 
behind closed doors fights are always getting made and things before the public even know but I went to fight Kanju on February 13th yeah. that didn't happen for whatever reason it got rearranged for April time no it, it were get through Lara you're going to fight in April now obviously after I'd been beat that threw a spanner into the works I'm not fighting in April no more um, and I actually went to that show did just sort of park a fight and enjoyed the show but it was, after, it was after when I was come out, coming out and I was driving home from Manchester to Leeds and I was thinking to myself I should have been walking I should be going home now with a magazine belt you know I should have cemented myself as the best featherweight in the division and, 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 and have a ring magazine belt yeah. uh, that's like if a world title is like winning the Premier League then um, a ring magazine belt like the Champions League yeah, yeah. and 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 that's when it really hit me then yeah. oh, shit man what, what's happened you know I know that a rematch is in negotiations but I don't know when it's going to be yeah. you know this bear in mind this was still April yeah. you know, it, August and September f- seems a long way away from then and uh, and that's probably when when I'm lowest but like people like Maxi in, in inspire me you know what a story by the way that's that is a ridiculous story yeah. he, he, he's, his career where we're said and done now he's back on a world level yeah. it's like you can do something about it I can sit about him up yeah. you know and it's I had a good word of myself and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get back on the horse and you know, rewrite that wrong yeah. straight back into the fire um, Maurizio Lara we've mentioned it before and obviously after you get beat you get people going you don't stand with a Mexican but before the fight like you said yeah. um, Max has just had a similar comparison about um, the gentleman he's fighting yeah. um, and then after you, you know before the fight you heavily favourited to go in and you know, potentially to stop him and knock him out um, for that fight obviously you mixed it with Selby you mixed it with Frampton Galahad was the fire a bit different before that fight for you? Did it feel like completely different, like it was like a given? Yeah, yeah, and, that, and, it, and it annoys me because I think you cocky little twat, you know, to, to think like that, but I believed, I believed my own hype, and now consciously I didn't think that because I never think that, because I've always said, I've always said the biggest fight is the next man in front of you. And I've always said in I've said it in interviews many times, it doesn't matter if fucking Mickey Mouse is in opposite corner or Donald Duck, you've just got to stay switched on. But in that week of being in the bubble, something happened. Something happened, I don't know what happened, it just built up. Maybe it's because my, my face was all over the fucking walls of the hotel that we're on a lift on. Maybe it's because people were talking about it just to give him whilst I was down there. I let I let my I let me you know, my eye slip off the ball and and um yeah, by the time it come to come to fight day, it was like right, let's just get this done. Yeah, let's get this done. Go let's on. get home. Yeah. Sky on about coming back to mine on Monday and seeing how recover and build up for the next fight. I'll be back in the camp by next Wednesday for the for the bigger fight. So let's get it done. You know, I've seen Rich show here. I've heard about him eating the pads in the open workout. Don't look too clever. He won't be able to stand with me once I'm, I feel strong as an ox. I had a good camp last camp, probably a little bit overcooked, but I had a good camp. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt strong, and you know, even in the change, I was very relaxed, very, very relaxed, but too you know, relaxed, too man. relaxed, too relaxed, and, and that's a key uh, in the in the fight. You know, I, I normally, I normally, I normally fear any kind of opponent because you know, this man can can hurt you, and I didn't fear it, and you know. 
was like, oh yeah, he's a big hitter in that one. But I didn't think that, even in the first round. Yeah. He caught me clean in the first round, like, yeah, he hates, but fucking, it, it wasn't worrying. You know, mm. it wasn't worrying, like, it didn't shoot me to the boots or anything like that, but just uh, called me eventually. He called me eventually, and uh, like I say, I paid the price for it, and uh, it's a massive lesson learned. Massive lesson learned. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, but that loss, that will give you surely that hunger back either that you had before that fight for the other fights that we mentioned the bigger fights and potentially more is that how you feel now just more motivated than ever to right this wrong and then crack on and achieve the goals that you've set out 100% because like you say I'm approaching this fight now where not thinking too much not dwelling too much on the fight now obviously what had happened before but I'm building him up as like a, a monster yeah, yeah you know whereas before like I kind of fucking I felt sorry for him. Do you know what I mean? It's like, and then it's, it's, it's all this time, will you? Well, I know, I know. But um, like, even even people of 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 boxed before, I felt pretty confident I could beat quite comfortably. Um, I built him up as a monster, yeah. and it's it's made me fucking thrive in in training. It's made me thrive on the night. It's made me thrive in the changing room. And I walk to the ring, and I'm and I'm I'm possessed. Yeah. I'm, I like, I'm ready to fight anybody. Like put the biggest man in the in the room in front of me, and I'll go through him because I'm, I'm I've drilled that into my mind. But this against the last time, I was oh, like fucking nah, let's get this done. You know, even even first round, I quite more straight right hand in first ten seconds, like a little right hand over the top, and I thought I'll go for a walk. I warm into it. Wrong mentality altogether. Yeah. But I know that is you can't carry that mentality into a into a fight, and I certainly won't be doing that on September fourth. Brilliant. Well, you mentioned prior you had certain goals you wanted to achieve in boxing, and this was like a bit of a speed bump. Mm -hmm. um, we've seen your division completely, you know, bust wide open. Now we've got uh, Lee Wood, who's just beat the man you were supposed to be facing yeah, in Kanzu, yeah. yeah. um, and he's now got a version of the regular belt. Obviously, Leo Santa Cruz hasn't fought in two years, I think, in that division. So, you know, technically, you know, you miss. I don't know whether we'll ever see him vacate and one move up. However, it works. So, Kid Galahad, your old opponent. Mm -hmm. He beat Jazza Dickens, you know, quite convincingly in a good performance. When you look at all these fights domestically, potentially you could have, you know, Nottingham, Leewood, you know, Sheffield, Leeds for Galahad. Are they sort of on your radar? Not to say you're going to overlook your opponent, but are they part of your goals moving forward? Not, not really. Not first and foremost. Um, you know, I think the other champions are Gary Russell, Navaretti, and people might say, well, you fucking got beat in the last one. When I put it back right. September 4th, hopefully I'll be well left off. It's like everyone's saying that uh, I'm, I'm amongst these level now. Fucking hell, I can't look at this division two years ago. Yeah. I don't want to sound cocky and arrogant, but when Selby and Frampton and Gallard were the men, mm -hmm. I took care of it then. Yeah. Selby won the title for him. First defence against Carl Frampton, who at the time was number one in Britain, mm -hmm. number two in the world. The only man above him was Leo Santa Cruz. Beat him. Boxman managed to challenge you in Galad. After that, we were looking at the fact she cost Stevenson or yeah. Gary Russell then. It's like all these other lads, your Lee Woods, your Galads, you know, Jazzers, they've fucking had losses, but they've only hit a little snake. And it's like they're back up there straight away. Mm. It seems like in this fucking game of snakes and ladders, I've hit a big snake. And it's like I've got to go all the way back to the start. Like, fuck me, what, what What do you mean? For a long time I was waiting for a unification fight. Mm. Now, I wanted it against, like I say, a Santa Cruz, a Gary Russell, a Shakur Stevenson. 
when, when I went champion, the names were Oscar Valdez, WBO, yeah. Gareth, WBC, Le Santa Cruz, WBA Super. Mm-hmm. I was looking at them fights and I was desperate. It's like, who has the first fucking defence against an high-ranked opponent? It's done happen, happen often. Then I went into a mandatory and then I was desperate to have a, a big fight then. How long have I got to fucking wait? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How, how long have I got to wait? It's like, all these boys who are coming through now and having their little moment, fucking hell. To, uh, to between them all, I want more title fights against higher opponents, headline more shows. All right, it might not come down to that, but fucking hell, I've served my time at this yeah. level. Now, I've wanted, I've been wanting to do it for a long time, go over there. Maybe I've, I got, I would have, I'm a victim of the fucking pandemic, but let me go fucking fight Gary Russell Jr. and Navaretti, mm-hmm. earlier Santa Cruz potentially. And you know what? After that, then, whatever, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll look, maybe look at coming back over here, but let me fucking go dip my toe in them kind of waters. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I've been desperate to do that for such a long time, and, and it's like, they just fucking everyone wants to seem to pull me back. I think the reason specifically you get linked to these fighters, not particularly because of any sort of like level comparisons, they're looking at, obviously you vacated the IBF and they'll be thinking, well, you'll want a world title and then that'll lead to a unification. So maybe they're looking at it from that, not necessarily that you don't want to fight your Gary Russell, because you were calling out Gary Russell and then Shakur Stevenson for, for ages now. So I think that's probably the reason you get linked to them. But obviously, from what you're saying, I get that you know, you've, you've done the scene over yeah, here kind yeah. of thing. I mean... I vacated the belt. I vacated the belt because I wasn't going to be fought, pushed into a back corner where you can only fight Galad and that's it. You know, I mean, I haven't fucking wanted to take, uh, take charge of my own destiny. I want to take charge of my own career. It's a short career. Now I've got a fancy fucking ring. But they get awarded for having three defences of the IBF world title. Now, I don't want to fucking another ring. I want to go win another belt. You know, I want to go fight another one of the big names of the division. Like I say, uh, Gary Russell, Lewis at the Cruise, and, and it's like, I understand that people would want, you know, me to win a world title back, but I give vacate that belt to go win other belts. Now, yeah. I had a slip up, I had a blip, um, and I put this down to maybe an half a distraction. But when I put that wrong or right, surely I should back be where I was before. You know, it's funny because I've, I've fucking I've slipped from number one. I've been number one in a box rake for two years. Number one in Ring Magazine. I've slipped to eighth and fucking faith respectively. And it's like, wow. <laughs> you know, I'd I, I be, I become number one when I think Lee Wood were like fighting for fucking British titles, you know. Yeah. And then it's funny how, the, how quickly the game changes, but oh dear, it's just, let's just sit on the fourth out where and then go from there. Well, Josh, um, just before you go, I know you've got a huge fan base. Have you got a message for everyone who's going to be there at Heading, like all your Leeds fans, your Leeds contingency, and everyone who's coming to support you? Yeah, well, I just... I'm blown away. I am blown away. I, it's, uh, it, it's, it's quite something. It is quite something when you, um, when you have the, the response that, that we've had, you know, people coming to the fight. Now, after the fight, I had loads of messages, I had loads of phone calls. Um, personally on social media people saying they're there for me um, mm-hmm. you know no matter what happens going forward they've had some fantastic nights and that meant a lot that picked me up when I were you know after the fight initially but then you, you do wonder are people really going to still support you and when people are paying their hard money to be there and like journey with you yeah. fucking that means a lot and it's like 
I'm very blessed to have the support I do and uh, I can't thank those enough and you know some well a lot of them that uh, you know from St Nick Woods, Leeds but there's, there's a lot of fans who have, have, have you know managed to get on board yeah. who, who were not Leeds and, and they still support me through thick and thin so if you're sporting Josh Warrington honestly it, it what preps me up you know this is this is this is a sport but it's a business as well and uh, and I know how much, how much it can affect for people so if you're supporting me then massive thank you I swear to god it, it, I say that from the heart it means a lot and if you don't support me <laughs> I still love you too well Josh thanks for giving me a lot of your time today it's been a pleasure to come into camp and we'll catch up again fight week so yeah thanks very much bud no problem Matt cheers Josh, just on uh, on your fight, um, there's a new app out who are sponsored behind the gloves called Fight Picks. It's an app-based like prediction thing where the fights on the night you'll be able to pick who wins, um, what round, and then it, you can. There's a chance you can win, a, you know, a prize pool of a thousand pounds. So for your fight, what would you advise the public who have got this app to pick Josh Warrington to win, obviously, but how does Josh Warrington win? Oof, oof, I don't want to give too much away. Listen, I. I fancy Josh Warrington to win in, in, in style. Colin Knockout. Yeah, I think he could be. I think he could be, mate. You know, I think it's uh, obviously it's going to be exciting. There's going to be a raucous crowd. Mauricio knows uh, they could potentially hurt me, so um, he's going to be he's going to be coming. But what's going to come back this time? And uh, don't think I'll be ready for it because the, the image I see is Mauricio walking towards me. He's marked and he's scuffed and listen, I'll, I'll concuss for five rounds after they'd knocked me down. I'll concuss for five rounds and it still took him five rounds to knock me out. This time round, different kettle of fish. Early night Josh Warrington. Early night Josh Warrington. You've heard that now. Fight picks. Early night Josh Warrington. Thanks very much, pal. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.